break it down, down like this. Everyone to Tempo Fit Workout of the Week. Great to have your company as usual. Always my favourite time of the week when I get down to talking about the workout that we are doing this particular week. Now, my name is Hayden Sherman. I think I said that before already. Sorry for doubling up. And this week, we are continuing our little exploration into the wonderful world of running at 5k pace. It's a beautiful pace. It's fast, but it's not too crazy fast. It's tough on the lungs, but it's also great to get the legs moving. And oh, it's it's very cool. It's a very fun pace to run at. And 1k reps is the, the epitome of 5k pace run, running in terms of training. This is um, a beautiful way to run way 1k reps, a beautiful way to prepare for a 5k race. So this week's workout is six times one kilometer at your 5k race pace. And we are doing two minute jog recoveries after each of those those 1Ks. So if you're on your warm up jog at the moment, make sure you're heading somewhere where there's a nice 1K loop or maybe a running track, something flat and measurable or measured that you can perform these 1K reps at a good pace um, and you'll know exactly what pace you're going either by looking at your GPS watch or checking for splits. Okay, after the break, we're going to explain why we are doing this particular session. So six times 1K at your 5K race pace. Now, why are we doing this particular workout? Well, it's quite simple when we look at the maths. It's very simple maths. Six times 1K equals 6K total at your 5K pace. So today we're doing more time on your feet at your 5k pace than you would if you just did a 5k race. So one of the things with with running training is particularly beginners look at it and like, why don't I just do a 5k race instead of doing intervals at 5k pace? Well, by doing intervals, one of the benefits of it is you're able to go longer. You're able to get more work under your legs. You're able to allow your body to adapt more to that pace from a muscular um, nervous system point of view, from a range of motion point of view, from a just ability to handle load, mechanical point of view. This sort of work prepares the body really well for getting after an actual 5k race the other thing is it doesn't beat you up as much as you would if you did a 5k race so let's say you race today uh you're going to be wiped out for three days where you're just going to have to do really easy recovery running maybe a week actually where you've 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 actually got a Just be careful not to dive back into too hard stuff if you raced. But this sort of workout, in two days' time, you can be feeling pretty fresh. Um, Probably three days' time, actually. But it just shows you, you're doing a little bit more work in terms of overall volume, but those recoveries really enable you to do more and recover faster from this. So that's a really important understanding of of why we do these types of sessions. The other thing that we're getting from today, which we've been doing all through this little block, is that the the upper end aerobic, that cardiovascular, really pushing the lungs, pushing your heart rate up into that 
that high zone um, and really getting those benefits of building up your VO2 max ability to run faster at near your capacity in terms of, of oxygen intake. So Number one, we're getting time on feet at 5k pace. Number two, we're really getting those nice um, adaptations from a cardiovascular point of view. So how do we go about doing this workout? Well, it's a nice and simple one if you know your 5k race pace. So that's the first thing that I'd suggest. Jump on tempofit.org, look for the race and pace calculator under running resources in the menu and punch in a recent race result or an estimate, and that'll give you your 5K predicted time. Um, and then obviously just divide that by five to get your, your speed. So it's important to know your speed right from the front. And that is really helpful because these, let's be honest, these workouts are challenging. They are tough workouts. But because they're tough, it means that we just need to set up some, some key focuses for the session, key things to focus on. And the first of those is that pacing. So often when people do intervals in training, they go on a sort of a swings and roundabouts approach around their pace and very rarely actually hit their target pace. So you start off maybe too fast and then you kind of get 100 or 200 metres in, check your watch, like, oh, too fast, slow it up. And then you gradually get slower, 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 slower. And you're running too slow and then you kind of kick it at the end and it comes through at the right overall split for the 1K. But at only a couple of points during that 1K did you actually hit target pace. So we've got to make sure that that doesn't happen. So first interval is kind of testing the waters. You're often like maybe too fast and then um, slow and then kicking up. After that first one, you've had the check, you've you've worked out the pace, now try and find that rhythm. Try and hit your goal pace right from the start and really hone in on that pacing. So get that pacing right. That'll enable you to complete the workout better. It'll also mean that you're spending more time at your goal pace. Remember the, the why of this session? Time on feet at the goal pace. So find that rhythm, settle into it, see if you can settle straight into it each interval and not be oscillating either side of your target pace. Number two on how to tackle the workout is those recoveries are really important. So they need to be nice and easy, jogged, use the full two minutes, make sure you're you're bringing that heart rate way, way down and getting ready to really express a, a good 5k pace um, in each interval. Number three, uh, freshness coming into this workout is really important as well. So hopefully you're not too, the the couple of days leading into the session haven't been too taxing. Um, I like to do the session either after a recovery day, i.e. no running at all, or just a light turning the, the feet over type day, you know, 30, 40 minutes, and then get out there and do it. Really hard to do the session within 48 hours of your key long run for the week. So make sure it's just space far enough out and the second thing is that you probably uh, well this is the fourth point on how to tackle this workout but related to the freshness issue is after the session you're going to need as I said before probably 48 hours after to recover a couple of days to recover fully so the day after either a recovery day or a nice easy recovery style running and then the next day is probably more like getting back into your just normal easy day and then three days you'll be you'll be good to go after that 
So get that pacing right. Recoveries are really key in the session. Freshness is coming into the session is really good. And then recovery in the days, the 48 hours after the session is important. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. So the thought for the week, I thought I'd share about an experience I had last night, which is very cool. We had a a really cool day as a family where it was a big day as a family. My wife started her her own business, opened up a clinic in um, appearance medicine here in Taranaki. And on the same day was actually our daughter's sixth birthday. So we had a big old day with pancake breakfast and then all going out to celebrate um, with grandparents uh, to a restaurant afterwards. Now we got to the restaurant and as you can imagine, six-year-old, she was very excited and also very hungry and wanted food right when we got to the restaurant. She's like, what's going on? Why are we waiting? And I had to explain her the process of going out for dinner. You arrive at the restaurant, you sit down, you chill, you catch up with each other, you have a drink, you order your food, and then you wait. And this is a new experience for a six-year-old who doesn't go out to a, a restaurant that much. And also can be a new experience, and let's draw the comparison for a runner approaching a workout where there's this particularly for new runners, there's this mentality, let's get straight into it, let's do it, you know, little little jog around the around the block or something, and then let's let's crush the workout. But that's not the best way to go because the workout, your weekly workout, is the most quality, the most focused expression of your running every week. So you want to be absolutely dialed in in the workout zone. So you've got to build the session around creating the workout to be as as epic as possible. Now to do that, it's like structuring an amazing meal out at a nice restaurant where you go through the processes of arriving, catching up with friends, having some drinks, ordering your food, waiting, and then you have your starters and your mains and your dessert and your tea and coffee afterwards. And there's this process that you go through that makes it more enjoyable, that makes you enjoy each bite of food and and really look forward to each course because it's done in a way that enhances the quality, enhances the occasion, enhances your engagement with, with your friends and family at the, at the restaurant. So it's actually the same when we are running. So let's, let's draw out that metaphor. So when you, when you arrive at doing a workout, you are chilled, you do your warm up jog and it's social and chilled out. And then you do some, some, you know, you have your starters and it's, um, a, you know, going through the drills, getting um, your body moving up. It's some quality stuff, some quality movement, some tasty food right at the start. And then you go into the bulk of the workout. That's the mains. And that's more about quantity rather than, than quality. We still want quality, of course, but there's a, a quantity element to it. And then you finish off with dessert with, with some sort of sort of quality to finish. Um but then you hang around and have tea and coffee and, and catch up with each other and you have a chilled, warm out, warm down jog at the end. So let's draw this metaphor out and hone in on does your workout look like that really nice work, uh, 
evening out at a really good restaurant? Does it have that sort of order to it in order to get the best out of yourself and make sure that you're not walking home with a with an injury or something? So let's dig into each of those components. So first of all, it's that arriving at the restaurant, catching up with friends, waiting, ordering your food, having some drinks. So that is your warm-up jog period. And look, you want to start off with walking, maybe do a little bit of mobility drills to get going, ease into the jogging. So that first K is going to be the slowest K of your entire day. It's going to be eased into 15 to 20 minutes worth of walking and jogging to warm up. That's your your initial period. And then you've got this five minute period, let's call it your starters. So in a restaurant, that's where you get these tasty morsels of, of food and it's real quality, really focused on the quality. Now, the it's the same, this is the same period in, in a workout where you go through some dynamic stretches, good quality movement, you're always focusing on good technique, trying to isolate muscle groups, really wake them up, doing some drills that are focused around good technique, the elements that you want to express in the main part of the workout, maybe do some strides and that's again quality focusing on technique. So very much looks like you know that starters platter with all these delicious little morsels, tasting them, getting a wetting your appetite for things to come. Then you get into the mains. This is the bulk of the workout. So this could be 20 to 40 minutes long. You've chosen what you're going to have for your main dish. And this is has a real quantity focus. So this is the thing that's going to fill you up. In other words, it's still going to be delicious. It should be absolutely delicious. Should be full of lots of quality. But you're really adding quantity to this. This is where you want to be nice and full nice and uh, worked out. This is the main expression of your workout. But then of course, after that, you want a dessert element. And this could be doing some strides at the end or maybe some drills that are again emphasizing that quality. Or it could just be the last rep of your workout, the last interval, like today, your your sixth 1k uh, rep. This is the dessert rep. This is the one where you want to finish well. You want to Finish as you'd like the next one to be. So I uh, I look at this last bit of running as internalizing those good mechanics, internalizing that good positive mindset around your running. And so today it's a 1K rep. That's your dessert right at the end of the session. For other workouts, it might be doing some strides or some 200s at the end, really focusing on good speed, good expression of that speed and really good technique moving well. So that's a little bit of quality to have for dessert at the end of the workout. But then we're not done. We want a bit of a warm down period where this is equivalent to your tea and coffee, just hanging out together with your friends, nice and full and satisfied. And this is where you wind down. And in terms of what your body's doing, we want a little bit of active recovery here. Like the the worst thing possible, and I, I often can't believe when I see this, when people cross the finish line of a race and just fall over and just sort of sit there for five or ten minutes. I can't do that. I'm that person. No matter how tired I am, I have to keep moving. And whether that's standing up, leaning against a fence and just sort of pumping my my legs to get that juice flowing, I have to do some sort of active recovery. And I really encourage people to have around about 10 to 15 minutes minimum 
of active recovery warm down. And that looks like the reverse of what we did in the warm up. So it's some jogging and then easing down to a little walk, maybe doing some stretches at the end to finish. So that's how a good workout should look. It should follow the same dynamics of a really good meal out at a good restaurant. You've got your waiting and drinks and ordering your food at the start. Then you've got your starters, really quality. Then you've got your mains, quality meets quantity. Then you've got that dessert element, finishing well, good quality. And then you've got that warm down tea and coffee at the end. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, there we go. Hopefully that helped you analyse what you're doing in that really important session of the week. And remember, it's it should be an occasion. It should feel like an occasion when you do a running, running workout. So set it up that way. Set it up for success. Thank you everyone for tuning in. It's so good to have your company. This podcast continues to grow and I'd love your help. If you want to, want to support the, uh, what I'm doing here with the podcast in any way, the best way to do it, well, there's probably two ways. One, tell your friends about it, flick them um, the link so they can they can tune in and subscribe. And number two, hit that subscribe button and rate and review the podcast on wherever you listen to it. Remember, we're on Spotify now, on Apple Podcasts, all the other podcast platforms but I would really appreciate that that's probably the easiest way to get the word out of what we're doing here Uh, I don't get paid for this and I don't have any sponsorship for this this is just me doing it for the love of it so feel free to rate and review and share the podcast would love that happy running everyone get out there crush it ciao